Zack Sabre Jr. and Tai Chi retained the IWGP tag titles. PCW 10th anniversary show has nearly sold out. Kara Noir will face WXW's Marieth Al Ani for the WXW Unified World Championship at Blitz Turnia. Jordan Grace is coming to Wrestle Carnival. Uh, WAW have cancelled the show due to the rise in positive PCR tests. And three Rev Pro UK competitors, including Will Ospreay, test positive for COVID-19. Hello, everyone, and welcome to TNT, a great British wrestling podcast for great British wrestling as featured on bodiesfam.net. I am your host, the great British attacker, Mr. Andrew Moore, Andrew Kamo- Andy Kamos, and I am joined as always by my co host, the pro wrestling teacher, champion of the world, Big Daddy Dan, Daniel Allen. How are we doing? We are very, very good, thank you. Coming fresh from a lovely wrestling show today. Indeed, that's why you've got your Tea and Tights uh, T-shirt on there, showing, uh, representing, getting the branding out there, of course, whenever we go to shows. Uh, Did you have a good time? I had a great time. It was a fun family show. So there was lots of characters. Um, There were some brilliant characters. I particularly enjoyed um, a guy by the name of um, Truman... Oh, God. Truman Roswell, um, mm. who was um, playing a alien abductee. Uh, he'd been abducted by aliens. And he knew the truth. He knew what all us flat earthers were denying. He, he, was, he was good fun. I liked him. Excellent. Uh, I, I, BDSM were there, weren't they? Oh, okay. They were, but not together. Oh. Um, no, Gee. Clementine had a match um, against a male wrestler. Um, and Mr. Charles Crowley, who was not supposed to be there because he had previously um, left uh, the uh, UBW, um, came back to do a run-in save. Uh, did they unleash the most devastating tag team move ever? Have you seen this? I have seen it, but unfortunately, no, they did not unleash it because they were not there together. Oh, of course, but... Uh... Yeah, so for those who don't know this move, uh, you can check out Charles Crowley's Twitter feed and you will find it. Uh, it was at a Wrestle, WrestleForce show and yes. it is called uh, the, wait, the Cuck Plug, apparently. Uh, and it is the greatest tag team move, uh, move ever. They have single-handedly now won Tag team wrestling. There will never tag team wrestling will never ever get better now that they have unleashed this move. It'll never what's be the same so, again. What's so great about the move is the simplicity in it. That how nobody else had fought to do it beforehand. It amazes me. I mean, forget the Meltzer driver, forget the doomsday device, forget the 3D, the cuck plug. <laughs> is uh the greatest thing it is literally so charles Groundley sets up for a jumping tombstone pole driver while he is doing this clementine joins in and kind of combines to do a normal pile driver so it is a tombstone pole driver combination and tag team wrestling 
will never get any better. BDSM have one. <laughs> In fact, speaking of BDSM, actually, uh, I got this one for my missus a little while back. And I one we said we loved ages ago, and I really wanted to just yeah, so it is see fantastic. That clearly. It's an amazing design, uh, and I got it for my uh, partner's but uh, birthday. And she, she loves it. She is a BDSM fan. She loves Crowley. She loves Clementine. Uh, so yeah, it just sounds like you've had an awesome time. Had a great time, and I was of course with the great British Otaku. Not the Me, great right. British Otaku. I was with the um, tribal chief of the Big Fat Geeks, Mr. Oh. Stephen Salmon, was with me. I was going to say, if I was there, that was going to be some mean trick. And I've got to say, I was really impressed because even though we ordered our tickets at different times, we've been sat together. Yeah, I saw that apparently. So they, it was allocated seating, and yeah, you literally got sat next to each other. So uh, yeah. Which was nice. I saw some of his photos. He got some photos, I believe, because uh, he he took his uh, young Jack. So that and was, I took my son as well. Yeah, nice family day out at a family friendly show. Exactly. As for now me, we've got a huge show. We so have. We've got loads of news, and then of course we've got recaps and reviews of BWR Underground Seven, Rev Pro at the Portsmouth Guildhall. The latest NXT UK ICW Fight Club, as well as Progress Wrestling 120, uh, Chapter 120. And lots of news, as I say. And of course, a look around the UK scene, as always, as we like to do. Uh, let's look at the first news. Okay, so three members of the Rev Pro UK roster, Will Ospreay. Shota Umano and Mark Davis of Aussie Open all tested positive for COVID. Uh, now, I'm, as far as I'm aware, they have all been double jabbed and vaccinated, as they should be. Uh, and they only suffered mild symptoms and it's only expected to last uh, approximately five days. And they are all expected to be at high stakes. Uh, hopefully, and hopefully it shouldn't affect Will Ospreay's travel uh, back to the United States where he's due for some uh, NJPW Strong Shows. I hope it doesn't affect their travel aspects because they have obviously both got, uh, all three got major travel um, items going ahead, so fingers crossed for them. Yeah, and, we can earn that, but high stakes, that match, RKJ versus Will Ospreay at high stakes, which is going to be Wow, incredible, really. It's just going to be an amazing uh, match. Cannot wait to see that one. Indeed, and talking about RKJ, his home promotions in the news today. Yeah, so of course, uh, basically continuing on with the theme, uh, WAW had uh, cancelled a previously scheduled show, which would have been tonight. Uh, it would have been held at the WAW Academy and Performance Centre. Uh, but due to the rise in positive PCR tests, they decided to cancel the show, uh, releasing a statement. Due to the increased number of positive PCR test results, we have taken the decision to cancel this evening's show. We would like to reassure all of our loyal customers that this decision making to protect the health of everyone at WAW. As ever, the safety of our 
customers and staff is always our top priority. And we have taken this decision as a precautionary measure only. Uh, we would like to thank all of our fans for their continued support and understanding and would like to reassure everyone that by closing this evening, we will be able to reopen in a safe COVID-controlled environment. So as I say, this is, you know, kind of leads into what we were talking about with RevPro. Uh, they haven't specified if it's actually members of the roster who are positively tested, or if it's just the increase in the area, because as we all know, uh, it is out there at the moment in the area. If tests are coming back positive, it's still on the rise. Yes, most of us will be double vaccinated and will only suffer mild symptoms, but not all of us will be yet. Uh, I think I just want to urge promoters to use caution as done here by WAW. I'd like to see promoters take the same stances the reason AEW are all out, which is you have to wear masks. I'm still very positive and I push masks. Call me a cheap or whatever you would like to say. I just think protection we need. If we want to keep wrestling going, we need to stay safe. UBW were providing masks to people that wanted them and didn't have them, which was a very nice thing for them to do. Yeah, that's a great little touch, as I say. And I know we can't mandate that they do, people do wear them, but I definitely feel as with UBW here, it's encouraged. Uh, also, if you're doing meet and greets, make sure you've got antibacterial hand wipes or gels, because if you're going to be shaking hands with people, you know, use the anti. You know, let's keep wrestling going by staying safe. Okay. While at UBW, I bumped into a friend of the show, Mr. Gary Ward. Of course. Uh, yes, he did say he was going to be at the show. Yeah, we, we had a little chat. Um, Gary Ward is the brains behind Wrestle Carnival, and Wrestle Carnival had some very exciting news. Ridiculous news. Uh, just following on, because they last week, obviously, we wrote uh, the news broke on the day of the show, and it was the fact that Jonathan Gresham will be coming to Wrestle Carnival Pure Show to face Prince Wigway. Uh, the Pure title is not on the line at the moment. Uh, but now his uh, lovely, beautiful wife, Jordan Grace, will also be coming to Wrestle Carnival, uh, where she is set to face uh, the incredible Alex Windsor, a UK standout in the women's division. She's only just returned from injury herself. She's uh, recently returned to Pro Wrestling Eve. She's due to take on Haiyan for the Shimmer title at the uh, Wrestle Carnival show this weekend. And, well, yeah, it's just another fantastic uh, announcement from Wrestle Carnival. Uh, but it's not the only one. Well, it's kind of an announcement because, I mean, we got to, they did say that they also had Jonathan Gresham would be running a wrestling clinic, a wrestling seminar, whatever you would like to call it. Uh, don't bother trying to get in touch. It's sold out in 24 hours. <laughs> but really what you expect when you are literally talking about one of the 
best, greatest technical wrestlers of his generation. Uh, the pure champion over at ROH. I love the pure division at ROH. I think ROH, I think, yeah, the only American uh, show that I watch at the moment is Ring of Honor, and I just absolutely love the, the pure division, the technical aspects, the rules that are in there, and great to see this. And I saw a couple of really young uh, performers who are going to, who had, did get booked into that clinic, and they're going to have a, Absolute great time. I'm sure they're going to learn lots and lots from a technical master. Also at Wrestle Carnival at the Pure Show, it has been announced that Charlie Morgan will be facing Jetta. Um, now, this is very exciting because this is Pro Wrestling Eve's power couple facing each other. Uh, Charlie Morgan's only just returned to action following a short retirement. And I, for one, am very, very happy to see her back. Yeah, she was an amazing standout for so long. Gifted athletically, she had great character. Uh, she did make a couple of WWE perform uh, appearances as uh, a jobber, and she was used on Progress as part of the House of Couture with Ginny. And obviously, as we say, a pro wrestling E legend, and amazing to see her back. And they're just going to have a fantastic match at Wrestle Carnival. And I just want to say that. Uh, we are doing what we can because we would like to get Jonathan Gresham on the show uh, prior to him making his appearance in the UK. One, to talk about his upcoming appearance. I would love to know his Mount Rushton of British wrestling. He's such a student of the game. I would really, I think it's just hearing what he, who he would put on the British Mount Rushton uh, would be great. And uh, we are hoping to get uh, Gary Ward back on the show uh, prior to Pure after Carnival of Honor. Because, uh, of course, he's got exciting news and hopefully he'll let us know when Carnival of Honor will be streaming on week by week, uh, which is the ROH YouTube show with Quinn McKay. Anyway, let's get on to the next story. Karen has been announced WXW Germany's Blitz. Turnia, where as the 16 karat tournament winner in 2020, he finally gets his shot at the WXW Unified World Wrestling Championship against defending champion Marius El Arni, uh, who is still unbeaten in singles competition. That's going to be a great match. Definitely. And not the only great match. Yeah, they've got this whole crazy tournament going. Uh, I tried to write it down and see if you can try and follow it. <laughs> right, okay, here we go. Set to feature on the card are Alexander Wolf, who is now Axel Tishner, former NXT UK newcomer Tristan Archer and Francesco Akira, who's recently returned to Europe. There'll be three first-round matches, including a fatal four-way. We're going to have to start with Francisco Akira versus Axel Tishner versus Dennis Dulling versus Tristan Archer. Two out of three falls match. Fast Time Modo versus Stefan Mays. A tag match, Michael Knight and Leon Van Gasten versus Levaniel and Bobby Guns. Two semi-finals, one with ambitions rules, one relaxed rules. 
And then on to the final, which will be contested under Cratch Grand Prix rules. Robert Avalanche Dreisker will face Maggot in a first blood match as well. Tickets are now on sale. I actually just recently checked that that match is also part of this Blitz tournament, which literally stands for Blitz tournament. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, this is just just seems like very interesting and chaotic. Uh, I haven't been keeping up with WXW as much as I'd like to, because I remember we were both catching some of it on the <laughs> network. Uh, and I was always very impressed with uh, what they do on WXW Germany. It's a great show. Well, we're talking about WXW. WXW. Uh, we're also talking about Axel Tischer. Um, and he has signed on with Graps Apparel. Um, he is going to have some fantastic merch that is going to be exclusive. And this will be a sponsored Graps wrestler following his release from WWE. So he joins a quite significant group of wrestlers, doesn't he? He does, yeah. Uh, fantastic T-shirt as well, which uh, we'll have to... I'll get some sort of graphic to pop up. This is not a paid advertisement. We've never... Never taken a paid advertisement. Would like to, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we wouldn't say no. But no, we, no, we don't but... have any paid advertisers yet. No. Uh, PCW. There are details to come soon on when PCW will start airing new programming on the Sky TV's Sky Showcase channel. Uh, until then, you can still catch classic PCW shows on both Sky Showcase, which is channel 119, and that is on Saturday at 9pm. And there's also the Sporty Stuff channel, which is a Sky channel 437. Uh, so look forward to finding out when they'll actually start putting so, uh, yeah, new programming on the Saturday the 9th on Sky Showcase, because obviously somehow... We will try to magically add it into our watch ever, ever, ever growing watch list uh, for you guys because that's what you know. That's what we're here to do. Indeed. Uh, do you want to tell us about the tenth uh, anniversary show that has nearly sold out? It has very nearly sold out. If you want to be there, you'll need to get your tickets ASAP as there are only limited third row and general admission tickets remaining. PCW recently announced the 10th anniversary show will feature PCW women's champion Lizzie Evo putting up her championship against returning Nightshade. Um, so that means that the full card is... Are you ready for this? Go for it. PCW heavyweight championship match, Sheikel Sham versus Will Cruz. That's two big boys. Women's championship match, Lizzie Evo versus Nightshade. Chris Masters. Yes, that Chris Masters <laughs> versus Doug Williams. Jack Morris versus Jody Fleisch. RKJ versus Dean Allmark for the PCW Cruiserweight Championship. Mad Kurt versus Tel Bannum versus Dave Rain versus Priscilla. Frank Varga versus Roy Wavy Johnson. And yeah, yeah. that's going to be rather exciting. That's a pretty heavy card because, yeah, Sheikh El Sham versus, uh, versus Will Cruz, as you say, that is just going to be two big dudes slapping the beef out of each other. If you want to see exactly what the Sheikh is capable of, have a look at ICW this week because he was angry and he put a true beating down. 
I saw that one. That was a good match. Uh, Jack Morris, uh, who's somebody also on ICW as part of the 9-9. Hugely impressive uh, performer and should be a great match against Jody Flight. Although there's one match that really stood out like a bit of a weird way for me because, look, you know, I love Dean Allmark. He's an amazing wrestler. <laughs> Cruiserweight isn't quite the adjective I would usually use. I don't actually know. I mean, I can't remember what he's actually called out on, but I don't think he's a cruiserweight. <laughs> Should be I a great mean, match. Uh, two different generations of great British wrestling there. So uh, I've be recently been way. putting together a list of wrestlers, and as far as my list of cruiserweights, I'll be honest with you, Dean Mark is not on it. Yeah. <laughs> he's in my list of heavyweights. Uh, and uh, you know certainly a hand that anybody would want at their shows Uh, so earlier today at New Japan Wrestling's Grand Slam Night 2 Zack Sabre Jr defended uh, the IWGP tag team titles alongside his partner Tai Chi of course Dangerous Techers the greatest tag team name ever. Did you ever come up with a name that you think might be better? Yes. It's, it's been like two shows now, so let's go for yeah. it. Go for it. BDSM. Trump me. Damn you. Yes. Trump me. Damn. <laughs> uh, yeah, so they retained the IWGP titles and it's... Uh, Great match against Sonata and Naito and Hiroki Goto and Yoshihashi. So it was a triple threat tag team match. But it was like one of the old school triple threat because it was two people in the ring at one time because I know some companies now use three and it gets a bit confusing. But not like they paid any much attention to it. It just it was a chaotic mess for about 30 minutes. There's some great wrestling during that chaotic mess. Uh, and uh, as I say, Zack Sabre Jr. came out on top. You were wrong. I was, I was wrong. Yes, yeah. of course, if you want to know what he was wrong and what I was right about, of course, we do love to call the matches. We like to think we know better than everybody else and we think we know who will win matches because <laughs> we are marks, of course. Just like you guys out there. Iron, giant marks. Uh, I said Sabre Jr. and Tai Chi, Dangerous Techers, the second greatest tag team name ever, would win. You said Naito and Sonata would win. I said I'll give you two points. I gained one. So the current scores now are nine to six in my favour. Mark is actually my middle name. There you go. Mine's Robert. <laughs> BWR Underground. Uh, yeah, I checked this out uh, this week. Uh, it was put onto BWR On Demand, uh, which I... Let me see if I can find the actual address for you guys. I'm pretty sure if you just put in BWR On Demand, it pretty much comes up, which, yeah, I'm right. So BWR On Demand. Uh, they had Underground 7. It was put on there last Sunday, actually. So it started off with Miles. Uh, so the management was not there, apparently. So Sin, 
or second to none, Nathan Cruz, uh, Matt Myers, Miles Kamen, and Jeer Adams, as the most senior people there, took over the show. Uh, so there we go. And it started with one of them in the ring, Miles Kamen, as he took on uh, UK journeyman Dara Diablo in a good opener, in which Dara Diablo got screwed by, of course, second to none, Nathan Cruz and Matt Myers. So Miles Kamen came out with the win in that one. It was. Reese Ryan and Man Like Reese taking on Reese and Rogan. That's a lot of Reese. Indeed. Reese's pieces. <laughs> right. Uh, Reese Ryan and Man Like Reese came out on top of this tag team match. Uh, Reese Ryan and Man Like Reese, great athletic, hybrid, hybrid young performers. Reese and Rogan are smash mouth powerhouses. We're going to crush you. Uh, but unfortunately, on this occasion, they were unable to crush their opponents. And Reese Ryan and Man Like the Reese came away with the victory. The match. Uh, up next was Gia Adams, uh, part of Second to None versus Jenny McKinley. Uh, it wasn't a great match. Jira Adams came out with a win, second to none, played a part in it. Two bit then retained the BWR Cruiserweight Championship in a 20 minute scramble match that featured Kid Lycos 2, Callum Newman, and Scotty Rock. Kid Lycos actually picked up the first fall and managed to hold the belt for about five minutes until Callum Newman picked up the uh, pinfall and he then held it for about 10 odd minutes before, well, about well, actually around 14 minutes because right at the end, Scotty Walk got a submission and managed to pick up, uh, win the title, but then was beaten by the racking two bit in the last seconds. So he retained his cruiserweight championship. It was a great way to finish it, uh, two bit coming out and retaining the title. Fun, fantastic matches. You can imagine these four guys are just great, phenomenal young athletes. Uh, so it was crazy, chaotic, fun. Uh, next, Team Hench, which is Big Guns Joe and Powerhouse Blake. Uh, they managed to defeat Crash Boat, which is uh, Jake Silver and Jack Bandicoot. Uh, this is really, really fun match. Uh, Crash Boat, one of our favourites. So innovative. Uh, great, great match. And yeah, the Team Hench came away with the win, but it was only because Powerhouse Blake had to pull the trunks. He held the tights to win the match. Uh, and in the main event, Matt Myers held an open championship, an open match Whoever would win would become the underground champion. And it was Will Cruz who came out for that match. And despite second to none's interference, Will Cruz was able to come out on top and win the underground championship. 
This was in part due to a little bit of help from everybody else stepping to none and screwed over during the night. So great bit of storytelling, fun show, three and a half sugars. That's good. So, uh, so what's next? They've got Underground 8, which is on the 1st of October. It is at the Casablanca Club in Grimsby. Will Cruz will be defending his newly won Underground Championship against the Young Guns, Ethan Allen. They've also got Youthing Revolt on the 22nd of October, an eight-person one-night tournament featuring some of the best young talent from all around the UK, including Leon Slater, Joe Lando, Keenan, Jet Marshall, Tom Felwell, Jack Turner, Antonio Gonzalez, and Tyler Owens. And we spoke to just Joe Lando about this match. So go check out that interview we did with him. Uh, very nice guy. Yeah, lovely young guy. Emphasis uh, on the young. So, yes, yeah. <laughs> and humble. Just such a humble young yeah. man as well. Uh, Next up, Rev Pro Portsmouth Guildhall. Did you see the ninth anniversary yet? I have not had a chance. Um, this was go back to school week, which means that I have been running around like a blue bottom Watson, getting three of the children ready for school, making sure the school shoes that did fit, don't fit, do fit. Um, <laughs> just, it's been, it's been busy. Uh, right, we'll have to talk about it next week, but we have to talk about that tag team match and what happened afterwards. It'll be old news by then, but we'll still talk about it. <laughs> so, Rev Pro at Portsmouth Guildhall. Yeah. Uh, Destination Everywhere, Connor Mills and Michael Oku, the OJMO, Orange Juice Michael Oku, defeated Team, two extremely athletic men, Kenneth Halfpenny and Sean Jackson. Uh, great way to open the show. Great tag team match. Destination Everywhere. You know, Connor Mills is phenomenal. Michael Oku, the way he can control the crowd is amazing. Everyone loves Michael Oku. Everyone loves Michael Oku. Actually, there was a show that I, would, uh, I caught, uh, Purpose Wrestling, they released a couple of episodes. He's a heel. We'll talk about that in a little while. I don't believe uh, it. Uh, no, it's, it's true. Uh, they took on, of course, the heel team of Kenneth Halfpenny and Sean Jackson. Halfpenny is like the reverse of Michael Oku, where everybody wants to love Michael Oku. Everyone wants to hate Kenneth Halfpenny. He just looks like somebody you just want to hate. Uh, and that's why I love him. And I also think Sean Jackson is a fantastic uh, wrestler. Really good opening match. Dan Maloney defeated Brendan White in a hospital. Hyann defeated the replacement Clementine. Yay! Uh, I believe... I can't believe it. Lucas or Mariah, mate. It's like I just been both uh, were pulled from the show, uh, so unfortunately. Yeah, so it was Clementine. So Aussie Open defeated Lycos Jim in a tag team match that is about as good as you can get for a tag team match. It is not as good as the Young Guns Aussie Open match, but uh, I think I know why. The size difference uh, in that match between 
Mark Davis and Kyle Fletcher just they're just huge compared to Life Jim. And of course Life Jim are brilliant at negating size. Yes. But Mark Davis is he's he's Dunkzilla. He's huge <laughs> and he's a beast. And uh but yeah, it was a really good tag team match either way. Okay, Jaden then defeated Lee Hunter. Uh, Shota Umano defeated Gideon Gray. Uh, good little match. Gideon Gray is, again, great little wrestler. Extremely good at storytelling wrestling. And great little heel work. RKJ defeated Lee Hunter in a match that RKJ probably thought was going to be a little bit easier. Lee Hunter certainly took him to the limit. Lee Hunter is a very experienced wrestler. I think people, just because they're seeing him outside of the tag team, aren't remembering quite what experience he has. Indeed. Oh, and Hunter Brothers have been announced for a uh, a show. Will be uh, it's part of our Brute Wrestling Roundup at that point. But yes, they have been uh, announced. So it'd be good to see him back as a team. And Will Ospreay then defeated Robbie X, who's very similar to Lee Hunter. Probably gave him more than he bargained for. In fact, he knocked the tooth out. Really? Yes, he did. And unfortunately, there was no after. I was really hoping that RKJ and Will Ospreay would get on the mic again because what is say ninth anniversary was just amazing. The two of them on the mic afterward. Great show. Uh, I'm going to give it three and three quarter sugars. Oh, blimey, you're getting proper melts on this, aren't you? Yeah, I, I just, <laughs> I, I feel like it was better than on uh, BWR's Underground 7, but was it really a four star? Actually, because it's Rev Pro, I'm only going to give it three and a half. It should be. I totally get that. The, we do judge on a bit of a sliding scale. So, uh, due to that, three and a half sugars. What's next for them? Uh, there was yesterday at Sheffield afternoon shows. Callum Newman versus Carl Fletcher, Hannah Taylor versus Hyan, Chris Ridgeway versus Robbie X, Mark Haskins versus Aaron Maxted, Screwface Ahmed versus Yota Suji. What was the evening show? The evening show was Giselle Shaw versus Lizzie Evo, uh, Kyle Fletcher versus Yota Suji, uh, Robbie X versus Kid Lycott. I believe that's Kid Lycott's one. Yeah. Uh, Dan Maloney versus Doug Williams. That'd be a good one. And RKJ versus Screwface Ahmed. And then this evening in London at the 229. Yeah, you've got Lucy and Phillips versus Big Gun Joe. Uh, Doug Williams and Brendan White versus Team. Kyle Fletcher versus RKJ, uh, which I've actually already got notes. I saw a post about how amazing that match was. So I'm really, really looking forward to seeing that one. Young Guns versus Destination Everywhere. Mark Haskins and Chris Ridgway versus Robbie, Robbie X, X and, and Lee Hunter. Hunter. Uh, and Dan Maloney versus Yota Suji. Uh, these were slightly changed cards due to Mark Davis, Umano, and Will Ospreay testing positive for COVID. So they kind of messed up our little uh, thing. <laughs> so let's, let's, oh, we actually, way back, we did do BWR as well. No, no, we didn't. No, no, we didn't. We did. No, I, I really don't think we did. Uh, I, I've got it written down. I've got oh, it written right. down here. Let's have a look, see. So, you said 
Callum Newman would win the uh, scramble match. I said Tubit would. Tubit did. I said Miles Kamen would beat Dara Diablo. You said Dara Diablo. I win. And I said you would beat Jenny. You said Jenny would beat Jenna. Uh, it's now 12-6. Uh, let's have a look-see. Uh, well, that one changed, but we'll give you the point anyway. High end did beat. Uh, it was going to be Zoe Lucas, but it was Clementine. I got Dan Maloney over White and Aussie Open. So 13-7 are the scores right now. Uh, and as I say, the only show we didn't put notes down for were, was this evening's show. I haven't seen any results yet, have you? I have not. I've just heard a good, about a good match. So uh, ah, where's a spare page in my book? This is your book of I'm Beating Dan. Yeah, so Lucy and Phyllis versus Big Guns Joe. I am going to go for Big Guns Joe. I'm going to go for Lucy and Phillips. Going to see this being Big Guns Joe first win. Doug Williams and Brendan White versus Team. I'm going to go with Doug Williams and Brendan White. I'm going to go with team. I'm going to go with feeling this time. Go on, team. Carl Fletcher versus RKJ. RKJ, just because I can't see him making him lose at the moment. RKJ as well. Okay. Young Guns versus Destination Everywhere. Destination Everywhere? In that case, I'm going Young Guns. But I'll be honest with you, if you'd gone for Young Guns, I'd have gone for Destination Everywhere on that one. Really? You were just making it exciting. Sometimes we've just got to do it that way. No, it's uh, more a case of I genuinely can't tell with that match. It's, yeah, it'd be interesting because uh, Destination Everywhere, of course, the current champions, we're pro champions, Young Guns, started to finally get some wins under the belt. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Haskins uh, and Ridgeway versus Robbie X and Lee Hunter. Uh, Haskins and Ridgeway. Haskins and Ridgeway. Maloney versus Yotosuji. Dan Maloney. Yotosuji. Mm. I'm just, I'm like, again, I just can't see him making Maloney lose at the moment. Boy, NXT, huh? Yeah. Yeah, we'll talk about that. That really didn't make me a happy man. And then, of course, there's going to be a Rev Pro pop-up show, which will be this Sunday on the 12th. Uh, no more details of being thing. Will Ospreay was advertised for the show. Whether he will be there, that's another thing. NXT UK. Tell me if, I'll let you go for NXT UK. I will definitely go. Blair Davenport versus Nina Samuels was how we started. It started off with Blair throwing her straight the outside from the top rope, immediately into a Michinoku driver back in the ring. And battered her. Yeah. Out came Sid Scala and a number of referees. Blair Davenport is my new favourite wrestler because she battered Sid Scala. She put her hands on the assistant GM. Well done to her. Give him a good beating. Indeed. Fair play. Yeah, uh, obviously, 
I've I, I just looked at my notes and I put B Priestley up and I Blair Davenport. Yes, uh, destroy Nina Samuels to begin with. Boo. We want Nina. We Nina Samuels show after all. We want Nina. Uh, but then she'd be up to dollar. Yeah. <laughs> um, it was announced that Eva Valkyrie is going to be out with an injury that she sustained against Ginny. Um, I think this was really well done because it has saved Ginny from a, a sort of a big loss. She's come out of it saying, yes, I may have lost, but I'm still standing tall, so I'm the winner. Yeah, somebody else did a promo like that recently. I can't for the life of me put my fingers on on it but yeah i'm sure somebody else did the exact same promo basically not sure on that one i can't remember myself symbiosis then sent a message to saxon huxley saying you've got no friends well short this week yeah <laughs> mastiff and stars versus dan maloney and andy wilde now hated this yeah i've got to admit I wasn't happy. Wild and Mastiff locked up, the Mastiff powering through the former ICW champion. Fast tags as they isolated Andy Wild. Maloney tags in and overpowers Stars. Yay! But he then tags in Mastiff, who overpowers um, Dan Maloney with a big spent on. A blind tag from Stars to a splash. Wild in and powers through Stars. Stars caught in the corner and fights out of a tag. For tag with... Um, Mastiff. Maloney then tags in and Kamikaze crash from Mastiff onto um, Andy Wilde. Stars tags in. Mastiff ties up Maloney. Stars hits a drop kick. Mastiff hits a massive 3-2-2 attack for the 1-2-3 of Maloney. Yeah. I can't believe they're using Maloney as a jobber. Can they not see how he looks? I can't believe they're using Maloney and Wilder's job as bearing in mind they're showing them as main people on the other shows. It's just, oh. It doesn't make sense. As you say, same, I guess, goes for Laura de Mateo. What's the deal with their contracts? Obviously, because I could understand if it was just progress, but, you know, Maloney's he's getting booked up and down the country at the moment. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It, I will agree with the angriness. Um, it is going to end up losing them the sugar. Uh, okay. Joe and Mark Coffey of Gallus seem to want a tag title match with Pretty Deadly, having pushed him in a fountain. What a mm. crap thing here, pushing him in a fountain. I bet people uh, love that. I bet he's sitting there right now with a smile on his face, loving the fact that uh, Gallus did that while I was sitting in. Boom. Just, yeah, it was a bit naff and. It was a lot of We then I had a Mel versus. Mark no. We then had a Mel versus Amelia McKenzie. Uh, lock up exchange. McKenzie into an ankle lock. Mel fights back into a headlock and shoulder block. McKenzie with two drop kicks and a neck breaker and won't give Mel any space. So Mel forces her out of the ring. Mel kicks McKenzie down with a clothesline in the corner. McKenzie starts bleeding from the nose and is incentivized to fight back for this. But Mel outpowers her again and again. Uh, she locks in the Million Dollar Dream, puts that into a lateral press, but Mackenzie kicks out. Surprise small package by Mackenzie, but no, it's too early. Mackenzie tries a backslide, a Mel with a drop kick, then a kick to the face, but then a surprise roll-up from Amelia Mackenzie for the one, two, three. It was a great quick-paced match, but did the right woman win? I think the right woman won. 
it's whether she won the right way. They haven't booked Amelia McKenzie all that strongly since she's arrived. No. Not at all. Not at all. And uh, I don't know why. It reminds me of how they used to book Cy Brookside. I guess. Yeah. Young girl coming in, being trained up, positive. Yeah. Anyway, I don't think she should have won that match. In certain areas, but she's definitely one of the better women wrestlers on the brand. Yeah, well, doesn't look like it after this match. Yeah, just, yeah, a male strong. She looks strong. I like a male. Oh, nothing wrong with a male. I think they should have just had a really good match that was competitive and probably have Amelia come out on top. Yeah. Well, that's fair enough. Uh, Saxon Huxley has got some help. Yeah, I love a car. Carl and... Smith. Mm. So this would tend to suggest your term and um, idea is out the window. No, no, no. I remember what one of them said right at the end. It's uh, on, yeah. yeah, it's on you. On you, and uh, are they really going to pick up the win next week? I don't yes. think they will. I think they I will. I don't think they will. <laughs> might have a friendly little wager on this. Might have a little wager on it, indeed. Uh, and then, of course, my uh, I'm right because Taylor Man beat Nathan Fraser. Yes, he did. Round one started the lockup and a power challenge from Terman, blocking Fraser's speed with wrist lock strength. He held that wrist lock for over two minutes. And the thing was, you didn't get bored of it because it was constantly exchanging. It was absolutely beautiful the way that he transitioned. Um, brilliant, brilliant start to the match. Great first round. Uh, round two was an exchange of strikes, so Fraser forced Terman to retreat outside. Beautiful Topo Suicidia to Rohan, Rohan Raja, who was at ringside for Terman. Um, Terman threw Nathan into the steps, powered him into the ring, sliding elbow to the phaser on the floor, and he scored the pin. It is. One, two, three. So Terman one, Fraser nil. Round three. Uh, Fraser wasn't really with it, managed to kick out Terman's strikes and slaps. Fraser forces Terman outside the ropes. He slides out the turn, catches him in the apron, throws him around a bit, waits for him to stand up, gets frustrated and tries the sliding forearm again. Ten seconds to go and Fraser hits a hurricane run off the top rope and not able to cover in time. Round four, slaps and strikes against Fraser. We then get into another wrist lock and turn powers out from it. Corner kick to the back, flying drop kick to the back of Fraser's head for a close two count. But then Fraser with a surprise slam for the one, two, three. Which leads us 1 1 into round five. Fraser plots Terman immediately. He kicks out Terman up and attacks Fraser's arm, catches a, flat, a float over. The float over was beautiful uh, from Fraser, reversed into a DDT. Terman falls out high. Fraser with another two piece suicida and hits Terman this time. Fraser with the top rope elbow. Terman kicks out. Fraser goes for a spinning moonsault, misses. Terman hits a flipping DDT. 1 2 3. Brilliant match, exactly what a heritage match should be. Yeah, I kind of agree with you. Uh, Taylor Man quickly, quickly uh, just showing himself as a fantastic acquisition. Uh, definitely, 
phenomenal wrestler, same with the former Ben Carter, now Nathan Fraser, who, again, just phenomenal uh, performances. And Now, sugars-wise, I would have given this four sugars, but with the jobbing out of Dan Maloney and Andy Wilde, it drops down to three. You know what? I probably would have only given this three, maybe three and a half, because for me, the only good thing was Taman and Carter. The rest, well, apart from B. Priestley's, I mean, Blair Davenport's little beginning part, it was a pretty math show overall. Uh, as you say, jobbing Maloney and Wild is just ridiculous. Amelia McKenzie, my opinion, should just be booked stronger. It shouldn't have just been a plucky win against Amel. No offense to Amel, as they great should have. They just should have had a great match. They had a bit, of, and it wasn't as good as it should have been. Uh, so, as I would have only given it free, and the fact that they jobbed out Wild and Pearman, I'm going to drop them only half a sugar. So. I think two and a half sugars for me. I'm being harsh on NXT UK this week. Oh, and next harsh. week, then, we have... What's it? Wolfgang and... Sam Bradwell. Bradwell. In the, uh, indeed, in a Heritage Tournament match, as well as the six-man tag symbiosis versus Huxley and Carter and Smith. You want to put that on the board, do you? <laughs> no. Are, are you sure? Are you are you you're not feeling brave anymore? Go on then, go on then. Okay, so do you believe Carter Smith and Huxley? Whereas I, I reckon they're gonna Smith. win over symbiosis. Look, this is uh Ashton Carter, I mean, <laughs> Ashton Smith and Oliver Carter, we're talking about. They never you win. can't win. And hey, Saxon Huxley's got a brilliant win. Uh... That's true, so they might pull it out <laughs> in a row. Okay, uh, ICW. I, I caught parts of ICW. I watched some of the matches. I'm hoping you watched oh, Dance um... Black versus Talon Jr., which was the first match. I did. I mean, what a great way to open the show. This match could steal a show on any promotion. Mm. It really could. Um, curb stomp by Daz Black for the flying finish win. After loads of lucha style and speed, it was a brilliant, brilliant match. We then had Theodorus versus Luke Cairo and Theodorus's classic um, traditional wrestling rules. Lots of mat wrestling, which I really enjoyed seeing from Luke Cairo, because normally you see Luke Cairo in a slightly different way. Um, I enjoyed this match. I thought it was I very thought good. This match was fantastic. Yeah, um, really inevitably, yeah, inevitably, Theodorus won this with the Fisherman Buster and the elbow from Olympus. Charles Weiss versus Jimmy Pierce. No cabinet. I didn't watch this one. Thatcher's cabinet didn't come out. Really? And they didn't even come out at any point either. Um, this was a nice... Of course, the Thatcher's cabinet always play by rules. Oh, of course. It was a nice 50-50 match until Pierce lost his temper... Um, and we got a unique knee strike into a spike DDT for the one, two, three by Vice. Um, and then he absolutely beat him down afterwards. But Logan Smith interrupted, trying to talk him away from the cabinet. 
trying to get him to renounce his faith and devotion to Thatcher's cabinet. Of course, he didn't do that. He just battered everybody with a steel chair. But it was all it was all tempted. Mm-hmm. Rio versus Molly Spartan was next. Um, lots of focus on wrist locks from Spartan and power. And let's be honest here, Molly Spartan is always the power game. Um, Rio hit a crossroads spinning net breaker out of nowhere. One, two, three. Massive yeah. surprise win. Did not see Molly Spartan losing that match. No, it came out of nowhere. Great match as well. It was. Um, I don't think the She Wolves can do wrong at the moment. I really don't. No. Martin McAllister was then killed by Shaykar Shan. Saw that, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was a pure power squash match, wasn't it? Big fan of Sheik. Yeah. Sheiky, shaky baby. Uh, fall away slam, roll through into a running death valley driver, into a spear, into a torture rack. I'm glad I'm not Martin McAllister. I would have submitted much quicker than that. Nice to see a torture rack. It was, and he's the right guy to be given it. Yeah. Stevie James from The Purge then took on Jack Morris from the 9-9. Jack Morris obviously being the current tag team champion. Lots of folks on Stevie's injured knee, and this really was a match of taking apart one body part. Um, eventually, Jack Morris with the one, two, three, and the power bomb. This was never really in question with the injury of the knee on Stevie James. And finally, BT Gunn in a handicap match, as he requested, versus Jason Reed and Coach Trip. <sighs> I was scared was... to watch this, so I didn't watch it in the end. I'm glad you didn't. I'm a big um, because, fan of Jason Reed. Because it's not often I use the word cuckold in um, my commentary. Uh, but that is exactly what happened to Jason Reed because this was purely about gun and trip, which is exactly as the storyline should be. Um, but it's taken Jason Reed from being a potential heavyweight contender to he's not even good enough to take on BT Gun with his um, in a handicap match and be the main competitor. Yeah, I mean, this was somebody a little while ago. I literally said, shove a rocket out this guy's ass because he has something that a lot of people just don't have. And you can never tell you what I can tell you what that is. He just has. Is one of these people, he's just got an overall look. Great wrestling ability, confidence and charisma. He's going to be a star. And yeah, I feel this storyline has hurt him. Big time. Mm. Absolutely. Um, BT Gun won by putting Trip into a sleeper and Trip passing out. Okay. Uh, well, I didn't watch the full show, so I can't really put my sugars in. Um, I can put my sugars in. I'm afraid it's only a two and a half from me. What I will say, um, mainly because I'm feeling so disappointed by the end of that match. Next week, we have got the 60-minute match. Andy Wilde versus Leighton Buzzard. That is going to be special. Um, and I cannot wait. And I have no idea who I would put my money on for that match. I am really, really excited about the fact that I don't have either one of those guys that I think is going to win. Yeah, as you say, it, it, you know, you could be like, well, Buzzard should go over. He's the young competitor. No, Wilde should go over. He's the returning veteran and probably going to play a big part in ICW's future as the veteran right now. So he needs to be booked strong. Yeah, I, as you say, it's a, it's a big, great matchup. And uh, 
if I can find the time, I think I will uh, partake in that as well. Uh, Progress chapter one, one, uh, 120 was this week as well. Uh, opened up with G Money versus LK Mezinger. LK Mezinger's unique offense put G Money off a little bit, but then Money got serious and closed lane just head off. Uh, the, win. Uh, the Young Guns defeated Charles Crowley and Elijah. Uh, so this was Crowley's first in-ring appearance for Progress. Good match. Crowley held himself well and probably won Elijah's respect overall. Crowley yeah. was at UBW this week. Um, we did get to see him. And he did comment that he had been making progress in wrestling. Yeah. Uh, Dan Maloney defeated Jody Fleisch. This time far more decisively than he did before. Here's him in with the driller. So putting an end to that. Dan Maloney continues to once again start the ascendance in progress wrestling. Alexis Falcon and Ronnie Knox defeated Mercedes Blade and Tonga in a tag team match that was Good. Uh, Falcon and Ronnie Knox teamed well together. Blaze and Tondra uh, do a great job at the moment. I think, you know, we've said that before that we believe Blaze to be the true MVP of the women's division at the moment. Falcon and Ronnie Knox came away with a win. Uh, Falcon then challenged Giselle Shaw, who was, of course, sat at table doing commentary. And then in the main event, Chris Widgway put his number one contendership on the line against Doug Williams in another fantastic display of beautiful wrestling, which Chris Widgway won due to the fact that he had the striking ad- advantage. Now I've got a quick question for you. Go for it. We watched Chris Ridgway versus Doug Williams from the FNW show mm. um, last week. How was this in comparison? I feel this one was a bit better. I feel this one, uh, Chris Ridgway opened up with his strikes a lot more. Uh, and yeah, kind of laid in a good few strikes and uh, went for the knockout punt at the end. So good to see him actually not hold back on old Dougie Williams. But Doug Williams still pushing to the limit. As always, I mean, Doug brilliant, fantastic wrestling, Chris Ridgway. More modern style, got the Brazilian jiu-jitsu background, just phenomenal, just fun rolling around on the mat, reversing, traversing, just great, great wrestling. Uh, if I'm going to, this kind of highlighted here, for me, a bit of a problem that progressors have at the moment, and that's how shallow... Oh, sh- I'm sorry, some news has just been announced. What's that? WWE has filed to dissolve NXT UK Holdings Limited. Uh, are you sure? I think it should have this... no effect on the NXT UK brand. Yes. Uh, now, I, I think uh, you're being... Now, I saw the report about this earlier and I thought about looking at it myself. Now, the, NXT, the, the British WWE Holdings or WWE UK Holdings has nothing to do with NXT UK. Ah, uh, this know. was to do trade in the UK regarding shows 
to the main roster. And, and ladies and gentlemen, NXT, this is why Andy does the news bits here because he gets this stuff so well. <laughs> uh, uh, so NXT UK are actually paid in American dollars. Ah. So, uh, so it's not yeah. The two things have nothing to do with each other. Uh, uh, I did see it myself earlier, and I did listen to it heavily. Uh, I looked into it. There's a couple of really good British journalists that I do uh, follow, and I checked what they were saying about it. And yes, yeah, so nothing. So uh, it's it's WWE UK Holdings. It's very similar there. She just recently, obviously, dissolved their Japanese. Uh, branch as well uh, they're just kind of bringing things together but NXT UK is no bearing NXT UK will continue cool Thank and even you. if they don't there's beautiful amazing great fantastic British wrestling all over which we talk about so uh, as I say uh, what's going to happen next Charles Crowley and Elijah will look like they're going to take on Sunshine Machine after Sunshine Machine gave Sebastian the Monkey a pie face. <laughs> That's right. They pie faced Sebastian the Monkey. And that really angered Joel Crowley. Uh, so they're going to be uh, in action. As I say, Alexis Falcon did challenge Giselle Shore after her win in the tag team match. So they're going to be facing off against each other. And Spike Gervais and Luke Jacobs will also look to be going on against each other after they uh, do promos on each other. As I was saying about uh, one of the things that I've noticed, and that's the shallow depth of the NXT UK's women division. Uh, now, they recently brought in Ronnie Knox. But, uh, you know, I feel like I've seen Falcon and Blaze a million times. <laughs> I feel like I've seen Falcon and Tonga quite a few times. I feel like I've seen Falcon and Giselle Shaw quite a few times. I've now seen Ronnie Knox up against Mercedes, Blaze, and Tonga now in a tag team match. They need a couple of new fresh blood, especially with Kanji's injury. I know they've got Laura Dimiteo in there as well, but we've already seen her in at least three matches against Giselle Shaw. So, yeah, we need, we need to bring in... You know, Clementines, Chantel Jordans, the Zoe Lucas, the Mariah Mays of this world. There is a lot more talent out there that I feel like progress. They really highlight the women's division and they main event the women's division a lot for progress. And that's fantastic. But I just looking at it right now, I don't think it, it does look a bit sparse. And we are seeing quite a few repetitive matches. We've seen it in the men's division as well, some repetitive matches, but not so much, as much as the women's division. So I just think we need to bring in a couple more competitors. Overall, really good show. I'm going to give it three and a half sugars. Uh, before we look around the UK, actually, we're going to, there's a question that I was going to, we we're going to talk about today, but let's going to save it because we'll wait till Stephen's here as well because he's going to be joining us again next week. And we're going to be talking about British Strong Style, Tyler Bate, Pete Dunne, and Trent Seven against North West Strong, Chris Ridgway, and the Young Guns, Ethan Allen and Luke Jacobs. We've talked about the matches that we think would come out of it, who we would book, how we would book it. And it should be an interesting discussion. I'd say uh, we'll do it when uh, 
Stephen's here next week. Let's just uh, take a look around the UK scene. Spirit Wrestling, brand new promotion, Spirit Wrestling are coming to Sheffield. They've announced their first show, the first act, on Sunday the 10th of October. Oh, Sheffield had just had um, the fantastic um, Rev Pro in there as well. Indeed. So they've been a lot of good wrestling there. Um, so the first show for Spirit Wrestling is going to be held at Theatre Delhi in Sheffield City Centre. With stars such as Alexis Falcon, Brady Phillips, Leon Slater, the pretty little killers, Ivy and Ruby, who are fantastic. Radley, Drake and Chantal Jordan. They've announced their first two matches. They are Alexis Falcon versus Brady Phillips. That is going to be wonderful. And Chantal Jordan versus Natalie Skye. Indeed, that should be a great show. Uh, fantastic new promotion. I've seen uh, uh, Cash Pro Wrestling have uh, given them that. So if they're good with Cash, they're good with me. And as we say, that's a fantastic lineup of some great young talent and uh, some of the current stars in the scene. Ignite Pro Wrestling are doing the very much the same. They've announced two matches so far, which includes Charles Crowley and Forrest Hayes, as well as Tommy Kyle versus CJ Carter. And that's the 24. Sorry? I watched Tommy Kyle and CJ Carter today. Indeed. Uh, what did you What did you make of them? I haven't actually got to see these two guys yet. Uh, Tommy Kyle is basically Top Gun. Tommy Kyle doing a bit of a Tom Cruise ripoff, and he was really good. He was um, Gary Ward and I were having a chat and saying that he was the standout from the first half of the show. Um, CJ Carter is a light heavyweight, um, absolutely ripped and very quick. So, yeah, it should be a really good match. Be near Boreham Wood on the 24th of October. Indeed. Uh, they've got four matches that are still to be announced. Uh, several names are set to appear, including Nino Briant, who I know you're a big fan of, Taylor yep. James, Dexter, Darcy Stone, Warren Banks, Clementine, and recently announced that damn dirty dog Gene Money will also be there. I want to go to that now. <laughs> yes, yeah, foreign words, so it's not too far from you. Yeah. Purpose Pro Wrestling have announced the full card for their second show, Mills versus Breaks. I wonder what the headline's going to be. Mm. Uh, this is going to be on September the 10th at the Merton Arts Space in Wimbledon. The lineup includes the aforementioned Connor Mills versus Jordan Breaks. David Francesco versus Warren Banks, the OJMO versus Rex Armstrong, Clementine versus Kira Chimera, and recently announced the NIC, that's Austin Delaney and Charles Carter, versus Nino Bryant and Peace. RJ Singh and Jordan Saeed versus the Team to Attitude, Mark True and Kieran Lacey, great tag team. Uh, Purpose will also announce their next show, which will be Under the Storm, set the 8th of October, and the main event will be Jordan Breaks against the British legend, Doug Williams. Yeah, that's, uh, we, 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 I really like Purpose Wrestling. Uh, I love the first card that they produce. And as I say, this is the promotion that uh, they've released uh, two matches from their first show on their YouTube recently, which is the OJMO versus Man Like Grease. Really good match. But as I say, the OJMO is playing an arrogant heel. I just, I, I'm going to have to watch it because I can't see it. Yeah, uh, They also released RJ Singh versus Rex Armstrong, which I didn't get to see yet. Uh, the Northern Ireland connection, Ocean Delaney up the NIC, 
uh, Charlie Carter, big, big fans of those. Uh, remember their, their progress run. Uh, and Teens with Attitude, Mark Drew and Kieran Lacey. Well, that just reminds me of Power Rangers. <laughs> well, Alpha, we need to find teens with attitude. I'm literally sure that is the line. <laughs> well, I, I've been lucky enough to see these guys wrestle live, and they are absolutely fantastic. So um, definitely go out your way to see them. Indeed. Huge uh, Shock Wrestling. Uh, so they've announced the uh, 12th of September show Uproar at the Stockport Guildhall. Three of their championships will be on the line. The first, the new Adrenaline champion, J.J. Webb, is set to defend his title against Chris Ridgway. Hmm. Uh, he released a uh, promo about it earlier. He's not scared. He's honestly, he's not scared. <laughs> uh, I'm sure he's not. Anyway, uh, new tag team champions, the models, Joey Hayes and Danny Hope, uh, are set to face off against Jacob North and Dynamite Lee. Plus, new women's champion Aurora Tether defends her championship against former champion Lana Austin. Uh, and the new Future Shock champion Damon Lay will be celebrating his championship win at the previous show. Odyssey Pro Wrestling. Odyssey Pro Wrestling returned with their second show on the 16th of October with Stormy Waters. Having also announced the first two matches, they are Sexy Kev and Mark Meltzer versus the freak show Nightmare and Will Carter. Plus, we've got Alexis Falcon and Jair Adams versus Lizzie Evo and Tonga. OVW also announced that this Stormy Waters will kick off a tournament crowning the inaugural OPW Championship, with the first entrant being R.P. Davies. Good, good entry. Uh, fantastic. Based in Morecambe. Definitely a company to get behind. Shropshire Wrestling. Uh, at Shropshire Pro Wrestling Return Show, it's coming home on the 11th of September. Hustle Malone sent out an open challenge. That open challenge has now been answered by the one and only Charles Crowley. Yeah, you really do have to go check out both promo videos that they did on Twitter. They are two of the fantastically creative minds in the wrestling industry today. And I really hope what SWA know what it has unleashed upon the world. You saw the videos. What do you think? I think they're brilliant. Um, I think that Charles Crowley's got a mind like no other. Um, and I'm just, I, I laughed my backside off. Yeah. Uh, also, the previously announced fatal four-way between Warren Banks, Hannah Taylor, Ash Draven, and Kelly Six is now a fatal five-way as man like Darice has managed to inject himself in on the match. Uh, they also recently announced Ashley Dunn will be facing Luke Basham one-on-one. Uh, these add to the previously announced matches of Chantel Jordan versus Alexis Falcon. I've seen them in a match before. They stole the show. Uh, they could very well possibly do it again, but then they got to compete with this main event of Kid Lycos versus Dean Allmark versus Joe Lando in a triple threat. And you can, again, you can hear Joe Lando's thought on this matchup, on the interview that we did with him, uh, which is available both on video on YouTube and uh, on audio on Spotify. 
Catch Pro have launched their Patreon site. If you wish to support some of the good guys, this is a great company, and we think that people need to get behind them. Um, they really are fantastic blokes, and we really do get on with them fantastically well. Do support them. Do get on their Patreon. Um, they have put together two great shows with some clever booking and an excellent behind-the-scenes ethos. Check them out on Patreon. Um, it will continue to grow over time. You'll get lots of video on demand, lots of exclusive merch and content. So Catch 3 is scheduled for the 19th of September at the Union in Manchester. Now, you can already watch both previous shows for free on YouTube. I would do that quickly because I'm sure they will be disappearing onto the Patreon site soon. Mm. The card so far, Lizzie Evo, Evo versus Myla Grace. Tom Felwell versus Scotty Rourke. Lycos Jim versus Jody Fleisch and Dean Allmark in a no-DQ match. Clementine versus Rio. Charles Crowley's Open Challenge. Ivy versus Tonga versus Heidi Katrina. That will be a really great match. Lucia Lee versus Rain and JJ Webb and Alexis Falcon versus Chantel Jordan and a mystery partner. Ooh. Love that to be Chris Wedgway. <laughs> oh, God, yes. To follow up from the Future Shock show, which yeah. we probably could do. Uh, and of course, his style would mess with Chantel Jordan's style as, as well because she is a smash mouth kick ass girl. And Somebody we think is going to be has a very, very bright future, as do literally all of the names on that card right there. Tom Tellwell, Scotty Rourke, Lizzie Evo, Myla Grace, all of them just great, great performers. TNT Extreme started building towards their TNT Extreme Thrill Kill show and their TNT Ignition Level Up show, which will be on the 25th of September at the home of TNT Extreme and the 34 in Liverpool. And on the 26th of September at the Fusion Bar in Liverpool, which is the home of TNT Ignition, respectively. The TNT Extreme will feature an Ultra X Championship match as the champion Kid Lycos 2 defends his title against the Grebo Grappler, Scotty Rock. Uh, they have got also four of the biggest, baddest women in wrestling, and they are set to collide in an epic tag team match as the She-Wolves Molly Spartan and Casey face off against former She-Wolves members Lana Austin and Rio. Plus, Session Moth Martina or rather Deathmatch Martina will be challenging Clint Margera for the Extreme Division Championship after she challenged the champion following her Deathmatch tournament win at Total Carnage. That is shaken up to be a great card. It is indeed. I cannot wait to see the Sheen Wolves versus um, Lana Austin and Rio. That is going to be rather special. Indeed. So TNT Ignition, the new TNT Ignition champion, Scott Overman, is said to defend his championship in a triple threat match uh, against the man he stole the title from, Cameron Solis, and the former champion, Sonna Derson. Uh, Gia Adams will finally get her hands on Tonga in a one-on-one -on -one match. And MVK Valkavius will also be in action against Isaac North. Scott Overman is somebody that right now is... is I say it all the time. He's another hot prospect on the scene right now. Fantastic performer uh, since I've been watching TNT Ignition on Powered4 TV. Uh, somebody who's impressed me 
immensely. And I really like his submission move, which is a reverse lock uh, crossface, which was quite is very unique. So that's good. Yeah. Uh, the previous shows will be available on Power 4 TV within the next couple of weeks, which you'll be able to watch before, obviously, these shows. Uh, and, of course, we will be watching them when they, they are available, recapping all the action for all you lovely viewers and listeners. North Wrestling, NCL. North Wrestling have announced their main event for the 23rd of October show, Keep Your Distance, will be the new champion, Rory Coyle, defending against Cara Noir. This show is already 75% sold out. And to be honest with you, knowing the card, I think it's going to be more than 75% sold out by the time this goes live. So if you want to go, grab your tickets now. Yes. Um, unfortunately, I can't make this North Wrestling show. I did obviously go to their first show. I uh, highly recommend their shows. Uh, they, are, they now do limited seating, which I believe is probably actually sold out already anyway. But I will definitely be going to more North shows in the future, especially now that I found a really, really, really nice hotel that I want to fix there because it's really neat. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that one threw me a little bit. Uh, DNA have announced more names for their Halloween show Fear, Face Everything and Rise. In its switch on the 30th of October, Forrest Hayes, Big F and Joe and CJ Carter are all set to return, whilst Warren Banks, Callum Newman, Darcy Stone and BDSM also be appearing. Indeed. Uh, Independent Wrestling Elite, again, friends of the show. Uh, we had Frankie T on the show recently. You can check out the our interview. Only available, available on audio. Uh, but if you're in the Essex area on the 25th of September, you can go see uh, this with your friends and family. IWA show, show Resurrection will be at the Rittle Sports and Social Club. There are six matches on offer for a great family show. Alex Connors versus Kevin Isaac. Mia Cortez versus Miska East. Misha. Maverick Blade versus Wonderboy. Johnny Storm. Packing action. Tight Grip versus The Rebellion. Chantel Jordan faces Riley Daniels for the IWE Women's Championship and Frankie T challenges Damien for the IWE Heavyweight Championship. Black Country Championship Wrestling, BCCW, makes their debut with the Halloween show Halloween Mayhem on the 22nd of October, featuring a double main event of Kian the Fox Kelly versus Dan Maloney. And the Hunter Brothers, back together, Lee and Jim Hunter versus the Clarkwood Brothers, Matt and Mark. I love seeing brothers in wrestling. Indeed. Uh, so a nice new, uh, again, a brand new promotion, uh, which is based in Birmingham, isn't it? The Black Country. It is indeed. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, go check that out. SWW Wrestling, uh, SWW are back on the 25th of September in Bristol uh, with Take Me to Church. Uh, three matches have been announced so far. A triple threat tag team match, The Boys, The House, and Bane and Jim uh, The Boys versus The House versus Bane and Jim Diehard. A second round heavyweight classic match. Uh, between Eddie Ryan and Sheik El Sham, as well as Mike Bird versus Dan Maloney. So, of course, SWW have been running lots of different tournaments. 
lots and lots of different tournaments, uh, including cruiserweights and heavyweights and openweights, women's and tag teams, and uh, obviously Sheik El Sharm uh, and uh, Eddie Ryan made it through the first round of the heavyweight and are uh, set to compete at this show. So good for them. Jurassic Pro Wrestling, another brand new promotion based out of Harlow in Essex, are coming on the 10th of October. Um, they are set to feature Dexter, CJ Carter, Forrest Hayes, Warren Banks and Evie Madden in their first show. So all in all, I think that is brilliant to see another new company coming through. Indeed. And uh, we hope the listeners out there, uh, uh, you know, catching these names that we're saying, because obviously you are beginning to see who are the names on the scene right now who are booked in several places and who are the up-and-comers coming through the system. And the Brit Rest scene, well, it's far from dead. Amen. And with that said, we have been two men drinking tea. Talking about grown adults, wrestling insights. Have a great day, have a great night. And remember, folks, don't feed the trolls. And by the way, we lie. We never drink tea while we do this show. I've got tea. I've got coffee. See? I've got juice. But yes, we have a great day. And remember, as we say, don't feed the trolls. <laughs>